0: What is up, everyone? It is Quinn here back with probably my last video before we have the NFL draft. And you know, to wrap it up, I've got to run through my overall Superflex Dynasty Rookie Rankings pre draft. So, this is going to be my top 24, like I said, Superflex. And we're also going to be splitting these players up into different tiers. I believe we have uh, six different ones just to kind of group these guys together before we do have the NFL draft. Obviously, after the NFL draft wraps up, I'll uh, update these rankings, both the positional ones and then also the overall rankings, probably bump it up to like top 36 overall for Superflex, um, you know, and then go through each position individually. But let's just get right into it. And we're going to start off in tier one here. Nothing crazy, you know, sticking with the Consensus 101 tier one, one player, it's going to be Bijan Robinson. He is already viewed as a top 10 dynasty asset right now on keep trade cut. Right now, he's a toss up to be a top 10 pick, which would just be crazy at the running back position. And then you know here with the 101, if you're not taking Bijan Robinson, you've got to be trading out of this spot. This isn't a year where it's like, oh, you could go this guy or you go this guy. At the 101, you're taking Bijan Robinson or you're trading back because you can get a boatload for that pick. Everyone loves Bijan Robinson. So it's Bijan or bust really here at the 101 spot. Now, shifting into tier two, this is actually a pretty decently sized tier. Just going to run through the names and then kind of talk about each player individually. So, tier two, number two player, Anthony Richardson number three, Bryce Young, number four, C.J. Stroud, five, Jameer Gibbs, and then six, Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. So right now, looking at the overall number two spot, this could be Richardson or Young for me. I understand if you want Young. For me, I'm taking the risk here on the upside of an Anthony Richardson. Even if Richardson isn't going top four, at this point, it seems very, very unlikely that he you know, has a real slip here. You know, he's right now a minus 800 to go in the top 10. So odds are he's going to have very, very strong draft capital. Straight up, he is the best athlete we have ever seen at the quarterback position. This dude is an absolute stud. And I think people, fantasy-wise, are a little bit too focused on his odds to be a good real-life NFL quarterback. Obviously, there are some reasonable concerns there from a real-life NFL perspective. But if he gets top 10 draft capital, especially if he's going pick four, pick five, pick six, like he's going to have a very, very long leash moving forward. He's going to have a ton of opportunities to succeed and even if he is a below average real life nfl quarterback he's below average say he's quarterback 20 if you're gonna do you know real life quarterback rankings he could legitimately still give you top three quarterback fantasy production with his rushing upside the tools this dude has you just need him to be on the field and he is going to produce. So that's why I have him here as the quarterback too. And that's not even mentioning the fact that if he does put it all together, I mean, he is going to be legendary in fantasy football. So I'm going Richardson at number two. Like I said, if you don't want to take that swing, I think Young is also a very solid pick at the 102. Doesn't touch the ceiling, but is a quarterback who's probably going to be a solid like back-end QB1 for a long, long time. Now shifting over to CJ Stroud, he's a guy who's kind of taken some hits over the last week or so you know we had the reports that he didn't do well on the s2 test there have also been some counter reports that those numbers weren't accurate or maybe just a small portion of the test Like, who knows at this point? But at one point, you know, after the uh, Panthers traded for that 101, he was the favorite to go with the first overall pick. Now it looks like he could go two, three, four, maybe later, but it seems unlikely that he kind of falls out of the top four or five, but still a very strong quarterback prospect. Now, moving over to my 105, This is where I have Jameer Gibbs, and he is a guy who kind of took a jump since my last set of overall rankings. And a big reason for that is that his odds to be picked in the first round have definitely been on the rise. Just a few days ago, I checked and I'm pretty sure he was sitting at like three to one to go in the first. Now he's sitting at minus 160 and it's probably growing at this point. Like every time I look back, it continues to shift more and more in favor of him being, you know, a solidified first round pick. So if he is getting first round capital, you factor in his fantastic receiving ability. Like at that point, I really just don't have a ton of concerns about his usage, not saying that he's gonna come in and have this massive workload on the ground, but if a team is willing to pick him in the first round, understanding that he's a smaller back. He still may get 10 to 12 carries per game, but that team is going to pepper him with targets because clearly that's the upside of Jameer Gibbs here. Also, if he's getting picked back into the first round, there are some very, very interesting landing spots there for fantasy football. And I really wouldn't be shocked if if he does get a great landing spot. Say he goes to like the Bengals with them potentially releasing Joe Mixon, maybe the Bills. Um, Chargers, potentially, if they're moving on from Eckler, like those are legit, really, really strong landing spots. And I could see him jumping one of these other quarterbacks if he does, you know, get kind of like that dream situation. And then the uh, final player in my tier two is going to be JSN. And I do just want to say I misspoke in my wide receiver video. I believe I said I had him as a top four uh, rookie. I meant to say top five. Now he's top six because I jumped uh, Jameer Gibbs over him. But JSN, still my clear cut wide receiver one. This point, just kind of hoping he gets an exciting landing spot. But for me, he's solidified enough here as a wide receiver one, where even if he gets a tough landing spot, Addison and Johnston get you know great ones. I would still be favoring JSN at this point, just based on the talent. Now shifting over to tier three, this is actually just going to be a one-man tier um i would have Gibbs in here if it still looked like he was going to be a day two guy with him obviously potentially being round one he gets bumped up so tier three just going to be will levis here as my number seven overall player and i actually made a video a week ago about some of my fallers and i had levis in that video and he was kind of in a spot where he was slipping in some mock drafts from reputable draft analysts also the betting odds were shifting towards him kind of falling in the draft And then I swear, like a few hours after that video went posted, the odds to him uh, being like the number two uh, overall pick like skyrocketed and he became the favorite. So just kind of some bad luck on that one. Right now, he's minus 135 to go at pick number two. Now, that could be the Texans, but it could also be a team kind of trading up, sliding into that spot and picking Will Levis. We know he has the tools for some nice upside, both in real life NFL and for fantasy football. If he's getting that top capital, you know, top four picks, seems like he's pretty locked in there. Then I have no problem pulling the trigger on Will Levis in like the mid first round of uh, Dynasty rookie drafts. Now shifting into tier four, three players here. Number eight overall, Jordan Addison. Number nine, Zach Charbonnet. And then number 10, Quinton Johnston. And honestly, looking at these three players, I really wouldn't be shocked if Landing Spot and Capital kind of sorted these three out. I've got Addison and Johnston in the same tier of my wide receiver rankings, and then for Charbonnet, I think this is something I mentioned in a video probably a few weeks ago. But I think the fact that Bijan and Gibbs are getting pushed up will probably help Charbonnet, and potentially help like the tier after those guys at the running back position. Because if we had Bijan going in like the 20s, then you probably see Gibbs go somewhere early mid second round, then maybe Charbonnet is going in the third round. And then those other running backs potentially get pushed back to like day three. If we have Bijan going top 10 or you know top 15, Gibbs now going late first round, I'd be shocked if a team wasn't going after Charbonnet in the second, just because he is the clear next best guy. Now Charbonnet goes in the second. Now we could be getting some of these other running backs seeing round three capital, which would obviously help them out for fantasy football. So that's my tier four. Now shifting into tier five, kind of a larger one here, gonna start it off with Zay Flowers. Currently the betting favorite to be the uh, most likely wide receiver off the board after JSN. And for fantasy, I just think he's a very solid pick at like the back end of round one, whether you're getting him 111, 112, maybe he slips to the 201, 202, you know, anywhere in that range, I do think he is a very, very strong pick. Then we have back-to-back tight ends at the 112 and the one, or sorry, the 201. And that is going to be Dalton Kincaid and Michael Mayer. So I do have Kincaid, you know, one spot ahead of Michael Mayer, even though Mayer is the uh, betting favorite, the slight betting favorite to be the first tight end off the board. Kincaid right behind him in those betting odds. We have Michael Mayer coming off of back-to-back seasons with 800-plus receiving yards. Very, very strong production at the tight end position. And then Kincaid this past year went for 890. For me, I've talked about this in a few different videos. The edge here to Kincaid just goes to the potential ceiling. Not saying that Mayer is a poor athlete at the tight end position, but typically when we're looking at these elite options, they are freak athletes. Mayer is solid, but he's just nothing crazy at the position. Even though we didn't get to see Dalton Kincaid test, I'd still have to imagine he would have done very, very well. And he's also a guy who can just win all over the field. He can beat you deep, obviously short, intermediate. He can do it all. Don't know if Mayer is as well-rounded as a uh, receiving option. He's definitely the more well-rounded tight end when it comes to real-life NFL. Um, when we're looking at like value in terms of rookie drafts, I wouldn't really say I love taking either of these guys where they're ranked, Like, do I want to be drafting Kincaid at the 112? He's probably going to go much later than that in actual drafts. This is just where I have him personally. And then like 201, do I want to be picking Michael Mayer there? Probably not, but I do still prefer them over the two uh, wide receivers I have up next who could have questionable draft capital and then some other concerns individually. And those two wide receivers still in tier five, it's Josh Downs and Jalen Hyatt. They are going to wrap up this tier right now. Both of them are looking like solid around two options. I believe they're both plus 250 to go round one. So both kind of, you know, long shots to be picked in round one, but the fact that they're at plus 250, you would assume they would be going somewhere in the second round. And if you're drafting early to mid second round in rookie drafts, I'd be totally fine going after a Josh Downs or a Jalen Hyatt. Now the final tier here, tier six, definitely going to be the largest tier of them all. And we're actually going to start off with a big, big riser, and that is going to be Hendon Hooker here at uh, player 16 overall. And it feels like over the last like day or so, he's been gaining a ton of traction as a potential first rounder in this draft. He's now sitting at minus 165 to be picked in the first round. And I do think we could see that number kind of continue to grow over the next few days. And just looking at the rest of the landscape in this tier, at this point, like if I was drafting before Thursday, I guess I just prefer to take a potential round one quarterback over some of these running backs with uncertain draft capital and uncertain landing spots. And then after Hendon Hooker, like I just referenced, I've got four straight running backs. So A-Chain at 17, Roshan Johnson at 18, Izzy at 19, and then Spears at 20. I think draft capital, landing spots, those are gonna be big factors in kind of sorting these guys out after the draft. But this is the way I have all those dudes ranked right now. 21, I have Marvin Mims. And for me, he's like the final wide receiver before a pretty significant drop-off. Like, I don't even know when I'd have my next wide receiver ranked, potentially like mid third, late third round in terms of uh, rookie rankings. But for Marvin Mims, like round two draft capital would be really solid. Round three would be pretty necessary for him to stay in the top 24. I know the NFL isn't crazy high on him. I would still expect him to go day two, but if he starts to slip day three, then he would definitely have to take a pretty significant hit in these rankings. Over to 22, I have Darnell Washington. At this point, it looks like he's kind of a coin flip to be picked in round one. So we're probably looking late round one or very early round two. Kind of a tough player overall to evaluate just because his counting stats aren't great or they're really not very solid at all. But you could kind of rationalize that because he was playing behind Brock Bowers. His efficiency was solid when he was running routes and making plays, also a physical freak. Um, I think at this point, he's kind of a dart throw, but a very fair pick in the uh, later second round of rookie drafts. And then to wrap up the top 24, I have uh, two running backs, Tank Bigsby and Kendre Miller at 23 and 24. Two guys probably looking at, round four capital somewhere in that area. I did have Sean Tucker ahead of both of these guys when I did my running back rankings, but that was before we had reports coming out of him potentially having a heart issue, which is obviously just super tough news there for him, but it kind of explains why we haven't seen any day two hype. And at this point, I'm guessing he's probably going to slip in the draft, you know, if he even gets drafted at all at this point. So maybe we get some clarity before the NFL draft. But at this point, like if I was drafting right now, I'd prefer to take a guy like Bigsby or Kendra Miller just because they don't have, you know, that, clear kind of red flag sitting out there that could lead to them, you know, falling significantly in the NFL draft. So that is going to wrap it up for my top 24. Let me know what you guys think. Also, let me know what you think about the tier breakdowns. You know, if you want to drop what rookie picks you have, what players you're looking at, would love to hear it. So let me know down below. Thank you all for stopping by. If you enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, but I will see you all in the next one.